We are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. My guest, I have one question for you. What was that question? Can you feel the heat or can you just feel it? Because this is starting to warm up almost like it's a sauna, you know? Welcome to episode one of the Shoot Style Sauna. I am one of your hosts, Stelios Eleutherium. Just call me Stel for short. And today I am joined by Sam Little. Slamming Sam Little. How are you tonight, my friend? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty stoked for um, All Out and Cardiff tomorrow, but more All Out, quite honestly. That's totally valid. You know, it's AEW's second big, second biggest show of the year. It's They're so running off a lot of success right now, just from the shows they've done so far, most notably Double or Nothing, of course, uh, and Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen were, I'd say, successful in their own ways, you oh, know. Yeah. Fighter Fest in partner with an esports event and appealing to multiple crowds and all around a good show. Then Fight for the Fallen, the charity show, good cause. Yeah, I, I didn't ever see how much. Do you know how much money they made from that? I, I think it was 150 grand. <sighs> which yeah, good job, they, Cody. Yeah, they came out and at the end and they're like, "Guys, else. it's Chad Khan. He's got a check." And then yeah. they had a whole thing. They're like, "Are we on the air?" Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think we're on the air. And they totally were. I Production issues aside, it was still, it's still been good wrestling, to say the least. Oh, yeah. Um, Baker, though. Yeah, that was a bad night, and that we'll talk cool. more about the women yeah, later. Oh, yeah. So we have an agenda, so we're going to start off our opening segment. We're going to talk about why did we do this, why we're starting a wrestling podcast, and we'll go more about it then. After that, we'll talk about the current King of the Ring tournament happening in WWE across Raw and SmackDown, followed by some of our main topics, most notably, as San mentioned, NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff is tomorrow afternoon, and then we'll also be talking about All Out, moving predictions, match by match, big moments, the whole shebang, and then we'll be doing a segment called the Sauna Seat, where Sam will be leading the conversation about who should be All Elite Wrestling's first women's champion. But let's start with why, as Simon Miller would say. Why did we do this? Why, for those who any of you are watching or listening, did a bunch of college students and a college graduate decide to start a wrestling podcast? We felt like it. Um, we just thought it'd be fun. We're both. We're all just really big fans of the sport, if you will. Um, it's a big part of all of our lives, and we don't really care what anyone thinks. We kind of just want to talk about it. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, on my end, you know, wrestling has always been a thing since I was in third grade, I want to say I started watching, 05, 06, I think. My first memory of watching wrestling, um, you remember the episode of SmackDown where Randy Orton said, Eddie's not in heaven, he's in hell? That was my first wrestling memory. (laughs) Yeah, that was the first thing I ever saw on SmackDown, and it's been a a thing ever since. You know, I've had phases where, you know, I pay less attention to it. Like, I remember there was a phase in high school where Mm -hmm. I tuned out when Daniel Bryan was getting big. So oh, I do that yeah. at a kind of a rough, t- at bad time for tuning out. But you know, I got I, back into it my senior year. Yeah, and no, I've kind I couldn't of never even. Back. I couldn't even tell you what my first memory for wrestling was. I remember going just to like a house show when I was really little. Big Show was there, so I was like, "Oh, Big Show's the coolest wrestler in the world." And then I learned the hard truth that it's far from that. But I love <laughs> you, Paul White. You're a good man, and I can't wait to see that. Uh, what is it, a sitcom he's making? It's a Netflix show, right? Oh, I think they're documenting his life. I'll have to look it up exactly, yeah, but it's really, but it's like this new it. thing. Yeah, I mean, you say best wrestler in the world, but we obviously had the best professional wrestler in oh, the world yes. in Shane McMahon, but we don't want to talk about him right now. No, yeah, um, more recently, in recent times, you know, I, 
a college graduate recently graduated i've been looking for ways to use my degree outside of full-time job searching and just being able to hang out and follow the wrestling community as i've been and one day i was talking to tim the producer of the podcast and many of you are familiar if you've watched steam dream on youtube tens of people that watch our content Mm -hmm. and (laughs) tim's sister who most notably thinks the content is shitty according to nate and she's kind of right but (laughs) but hopefully this changes that um one day i was just talking to tim i snapchatted him and i'm saying you know sam's want to start a wrestling podcast and you know i'm interested in the idea too how do we make this happen? And he responded saying, come up with a logistical plan and we'll see what we can do. So yeah. like one afternoon later of me going in my notebook at the time because my laptop was hibernating. Mm. That was a rough time. Um, it. Yeah, it was bad. I made like four pages of notes, I think, that I, that I have with me. Oh, wow. And he's like, yeah. And then he turned into a podcast offer and whole thing. And here we are now. And with our first episode talking to you all. Please listen. And, <laughs> and I'm going to hammer this home on social media eventually until mm-hmm. I start getting some sort of following. But... That's what covers the why, basically. And with that aside, I think it's time we start talking about King of the Ring. Oh, no. Obviously, I I remember hearing about this, I think it was SummerSlam they first announced it, and I was very interested in the bracket. You know, Mm. I saw this. It was a good bracket for what it was. Mm -hmm. For the first King of the Ring in, like, what? Four years? I think it was four. It was four or five, something like that. It's a good one. I mean, we already know what Sally Ricochet might get buried even more because that whole accidental leak maybe who knows uh so i wouldn't mind joe being king of the ring i don't think it's gonna happen but who knows yeah um ricochet has had a weird couple of months you know stopping grounds that was a great night it was a really I like I like that moment a lot. For it the was the most mad pay per view ever. It was it wasn't bad. I quite like the show to be honest. You know, yeah, there wasn't really a bad match on it if you no, ask me. I guess just... like debatable is the main event. It's like yeah. kind of like, it's kind of polarizing how people thought about that. Yeah. Personally, I didn't mind it. You know, and they they stopped with the whole relationship thing after Extreme Rules. So I'm like, yeah, and then that's fine. They got married. And, well, Good for them. not yet. Well, yeah, but, but well, engaged. No, they're going to. I think we're getting a wrestling wedding. Off topic. Was it? Think think things is gonna be like a wrestling wedding between oh, the two. God. That's that's. Do you do you Seth Rollins or uh, what's his real name? I don't even know. Uh, Colby Lopez, I think his real is name that? is. Oh, it's something like that. Seth but... Rollins, do you take one Becky Lynch to be your uh, lawfully wedded wife? I do, Your Honor. Uh, you may now put the bride through a table. Oh, that's God. how. <laughs> was his bull- I don't know. Bully Ray turned up at the freaking. Yeah, Bully Ray is actually gonna be the um how you, uh what's the word preacher uh. Um, like. I, yeah, like, per, I, like that, the person. Whatever he is, I forget that. It's word. not a reference. That's that's church. Yeah. But anyway, King of the Ring. Where were we? This is a wrestling podcast talking about current topics, not yeah, future right. topics. Um, yeah, King of the Ring. You know, um, this past week we had Baron Corbin defeating the Miz. Where I mentioned to you earlier that my fears of Baron Corbin winning have increased with that win. Now that he's mm. in the quarterfinals, I believe. On the other hand, we had Ricochet defeat Drew McIntyre, which I don't know why it was that early in the bracket. Yeah. Who seed- okay, I got to ask, who seeded this bracket? Like, yeah. I want to see who seeded this bracket as someone who goes into tournaments a lot and does esports, but I mean, we got, I'll complain another day. We got good matches out of it. It's oh, just... no. Yeah, we did. Um, Buddy Murphy and Ali especially. Shout out. It's probably WWE TV match of the week, not counting NXT, which we'll talk about later. Uh-huh. They had a really good match, and I enjoyed like the split, the finish where Ali like the rope assisted tornado DDT on the mat, and then he mm. did. Uh, I think he just did a four fifty and did the 054. That's pretty cool. That was really cool. I really enjoyed that finish. It's kind of weird, you know, buddy. Poor buddy though. Yeah, yeah, he just beat Daniel Bryan, 
That and then and we come now, here a week later and he just loses clean to Ali. And I'm like, scaling, am I, right? I mean, it helps Ali because, you know, Ali. No, Ali's awesome. Dude. He's great. He's I mean, great. remember he was going to he was gonna be like a WWE champion potentially. And, and then, then we got Randy Orton. Yeah. yeah. And then we got, we got, we got Kofi. Look, we got oh, Kofi. I which love is fun. Kofi's champion. No, it's I, fun. I it's... want Randy Orton to win. Low really? Key. I do love me Randy Orton. He was one of the first guys I grew up watching. And. Mm-hmm. I've been watching him since probably the punt. Yeah, I remember oh, I was a big... I already told you my first memory was Legend Killer Orton saying that oh, Eddie's yeah. not in heaven line. So I've oh, been yeah. a fan of Orton ever since then. And I've been on and off with the guy, you know. He's done just about everything oh, at this yeah. point. So it's like, it's whatever. With a, I'd be cool if you want. Plus, Fox may want him as champion if you think about it. And that's also what I've been thinking. And yeah. hey, can we talk about briefly that amazing commercial that they put out. Yeah, the one you saw today? Yeah. With, like, all the superstars. She was like, oh, yeah, here's Roman Reigns. This is going to be good. Here's Becky Lynch in, like, almost this entire ad. Yeah. Here's Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Here's Seth Rollins, a Raw superstar. And I'm like... I I saw that, too, and I was like... I know that there's been rumors lately of uh, some sort of draft. Yes, there's going to be another draft, hopefully. I'm I'm a big advocate for that. Okay, just get it solidified. Yeah. This wild card was... No, I hate it. Stupid. I don't like it. And I think maybe probably next episode we can probably do like a mock draft. That could be, cool. be fun. Yeah, it could be fun because I think the next one we'll do will be Clash of Champions. If you're listening to this, should we make a mock draft? Yeah, let us know either in the comments on YouTube or send Steam Dream like a message on Please. whatever platform we have. <laughs> Give us some attention. But yes, going back to sticking to King of the Rings some more. So we have, I think it's Ali versus Elias, which is next week. And then yes. we have the match I'm really looking forward to, Andrade versus Chad Gable. Yeah, that's going to be good. Andrade is actually my pick to win. Ah, uh, yeah. The whole thing. Oh, really? The whole thing? Yes, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I just think there's a lot of people behind Andrade from what I understand yeah, backstage. Harry's been really trying to improve himself on the mic, too. You know, Vince said learn English. He's, oh, yeah. And he took that <laughs> challenge. And He's doing a great job, too. He's mm-hmm. really shown progress. I think... Having Zelina does help him, though. Oh, yeah, she's and great. And she's amazing on the mic as well. Mm-hmm. She's um, also a good wrestler. Yeah, she's actually... I don't think they give her enough credit for her ring work. Yeah. I would love to see more of her, but... Mm-hmm. I think the only match I've seen of her is, is her versus Piper Niven from, I think it was, oh, yep. Worlds Collide, and I Piper just destroyed that. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, Piper Niven's great, and oh, she's, she's, one of my, she's one of my favorite wrestlers right now. Um, but, yeah, I think Andrade will be Gable. Yeah. I think... Kissing, it, I hate saying that too. It's Chad yeah, Gable. Yeah, I do love me Chad Gable. Chad Gable's great. They haven't been doing a whole lot with him. He went to 205 Live. That That's was working. True, that I was know? working. But now he's also turning up on SmackDown. So it's yeah. like, is he. Well, he could be both, though. Only Lockin. Only Lockin is both. Maybe he's the wild card, if you will. I don't think Drake Maverick likes that yeah. as the GM. And then Ali and Elias, I want to say Ali will win just to get the face for his heel dynamic Unless with the semis. They're going to do Elias versus Corbin. Which. Yeah, that'll put butts in seats. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be at a pay-per-view of other stuff happening on it, so it's like, it might not be awful. Yeah. But Dude, it... I I don't know if I've already said it, but Corbin, I, I think Corbin's winning this. You have said it. Ah, uh, yeah. Which, it's one of my fears of this tournament, it's and but it's like, given how they want to push Corbin, they want to like resent him as like this recurring character. Tell me King okay. Corbin doesn't sound But he awesome. sat in the throne. He sat in the he throne, did. which did curses him. Andrade didn't sit in the throne. Drew That's sat in the true. throne before the match, and that was a curse. Yeah. Corbin sat in it after the match, which makes sense. He could win. Elias was already dressed up in the guard. Yeah. That's when KF Kevin Owens <laughs> fought up behind him, which was like a great gift moment. Sure um, I, I, you see, I'm, 
I've never wanted to hate Baron Corbin. I think Baron Corbin gets a lot of shit, but for no reason. The guy is pretty good in the ring for what he is. Like you see a He's lot a of guys guy. his size, they're clunky and they can't move as fast. Corbin, Corbin can move. End of days, unpopular opinion, awesome finisher. I like Deep Six more, but that's a signature. Agreed, yeah. what, okay, what if Deep Six was his finisher instead? I eh, I would like if they were both. That would be cool. Yeah, they could like they could both be a finisher, so it's more unpredictable of how Corbin works. <laughs> I've always been on the fence about Corbin. Yeah, I remember his initial like main event push on SmackDown when like Jinder Mahal was WWE champion Ugh. and he won Money in the Bank. Yeah, the Dark Ages. And then he got and then he got rolled up, rolled up by Jinder Mahal. And then he lost to John Cena like days later. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, you're, uh, we're going to shave your head now. And I mean, he can, I think he wanted to do that, though. Yeah, he wanted to. He, he wanted was balding to. pretty badly, and Ross and Cultaholic had a field day with that stuff. Shout out to yeah. Cultaholic. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're not trying to be you guys, we swear. We there's, just... only, there's only two of us, and Matthew's not here, so yeah. we're not trying to copy you guys. Plus, we don't have a Hall of Fame. We have a whole no. different segment dedicated to that. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I think with Corbin, I think, I think it's kind of – I feel bad for Cedric, but, like, I think yeah. it's pretty likely that Corbin's going to beat Cedric. Yeah. Unfortunately, Poor Cedric's guy, been but... Cedric's been doing better. You know, I remember He's at good. first he hasn't been turning up on Raw like the first couple months he was there. But then like they did the janitor thing. Yeah. With, with Roman, I was whatever like, whatever the fuck, or excuse the whole, me, whatever the heck that yeah, was. Yeah, that was really weird. But he's been turning up more. He's been. I watched his vod with Cesaro like on YouTube, and I was like, oh, this is fun. You know, yeah. it's a TV match, but still, eh, it's pretty enjoyable. And I think if he doesn't win this tournament, Cedric still has plenty of opportunity oh yeah i think i could see him being a u.s champion eventually yeah u.s and, and or just make can, a push for it if he goes to smackdown he easily could win wwe championship no problem yeah but there's so many people on smackdown as the thing. yeah that's true like you know with buddy murphy emerging people are gonna start wanting him to be to at least be ic champion yeah which i would like that because i love buddy murphy everyone will have their time probably eventually. yeah Everyone gets it. Just takes time, especially for these yeah. younger guys. And some other crews are waits to be fair. Ex- yeah, you can't expect to get pushed right mm-hmm. away, like, especially what, in a company like WWE. Well, there's so, so many people, so many big talents. Like mm-hmm. you got a- you have AJ Styles, you have Samoa Joe, you have Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins Roman Reigns, all on one roster, and yeah. You have to make time for all of them. You have, exactly. It's not like we have like so many hours a week at TV a week, though. And some people turn up on both brands. Oh, wait, that does happen. Yeah. yeah that won't last much longer. Thank but, God. um, So, you said, so if you had to predict the rest of the tournament from quarters to finals, how would you do it? Um, Joe beats Ricochet. Corbin beats... Uh, beats Cedric. Cedric Alexander, sorry. It's fine. Um, I know they've been hyping a Joe face turn for a while, so I think yeah, it's going to happen anywhere. It's probably going to happen with him beating going Corbin. against Corbin. Well, or maybe he does beat Corbin, and we get Co- Joe versus Andrade. Which hey, I'd like that. I'd like I'd, that. I'd, I'd, we've never seen it before. We've never seen it. And then uh, SmackDown. SmackDown, yeah. You have Ali um, against Elias, and then you have Andrade and Gable. I think. I don't want to say, but I think Elias is going to win this because of some shame <sighs> man shenanigans. God damn it. <laughs> Which, hey, I don't like it either, but... I just, I just wish it ended at SummerSlam when KO just won. Yeah. It was yeah. so good. It was more entertainment than a match, but it was so good. They're going to do something to really get Shane McMahon uh, off not, TV they, yeah, they should have ended yeah. it sh- SummerSlam was the perfect time for him to just it, it to be over yeah it should have maybe at Mania they're planning something a year a year long Shane Mc, well year plus year long Shane McMahon arc think about that Shane McMahon they started a crown jewel in Redacted 
Yeah. And then it's been a thing ever since. I Miz it. never got his revenge. And neither is George. I miss George Bazanin. I miss George. I miss him so much. But, yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Elias won. I wasn't surprised that he beat KO. Because, like, when KO said, I want to win King of the Rings so much, I'm like, oh, you're not winning anymore. Yeah. And, then, and then he lost. Which I'm like, kind of surprised. KO doesn't really need it. He needs something. He needs something, though. But, you know. They're just, they're trying to make him Stone Cold Steve Austin too much. It's, they kind of, I feel like this. well, it's a McMahon story. It's a McMahon, like, I get it. I get the writing, like, I get it. But, like, it's Kevin Owens. He's not, he's not Stone Cold. He's Kevin Owens, he's it's Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that court argument. It's like when they, it's like when they had the same problem with, they, they were trying to do it with Becky, but, like, she's doing her own thing now anyway. Yeah, so. Be- Beck's doing great right now. She's doing she her is. own thing, she's fine. You know, the thing with Sasha is kind of what she needs. But we'll yeah. talk about women's stuff later. Yeah, we'll get on And that. we'll get on to, well, AEW, but... Well, um, I think we should move on to uh, one card, TakeOver Cardiff predictions tomorrow. Yeah, we um, could. Let's, let's pull that card. Let's, yeah, it's, I, think I think it's a tab we have it's here. It's like five matches. It's a five-match yeah. card, but NXT TakeOvers right. are known to go, so let's go down relatively long. Let's go down the list here. Tony Storm, Kaylee Ray. You first. Me first, Tony Storm. I, I don't even... I vaguely know Kaylee Ray... I was she. Did she used to be on WWE? She Mayo? was in a Mae Young Classic, I believe. That, that's probably. And then I she's heard. done like European Indies. I think she's she did ICW with a couple of the UK women, and I don't think she did WCPW slash Defiant. I don't. I don't think she was there. But I know Viper was Piper Niven now. Yeah. Tony Storm was WXW, and also I think ICW, and I think who else was WCPW? Viper was B Priestley, who's now in AEW. Uh-huh. Um. Kaylee Ray, I think, was an ICW. A couple other people were that are either in NXT, UK, or in AEW now. Yeah. But you have any other reasoning behind Tony winning? Uh, I just, I think they're saving her dropping the title for, like, Piper Niven or something. I think they're going to play face out. Face versus face? Few, well, who says one of them has to stay face? I mean, it's just on paper. How do you turn one of them heel? Eh. It's it, tough. It's tough. It could be done. So, I disagree. I picked Kaylee Ray. Really? So my reasoning behind this is that this is actually this is actually the hardest match for me to pick because I actually I originally had Tony Storm because I thought Kaylee Ray was not the best opponent for her because yeah. I thought Niven was going to win because she, she she beat Ripley in July. Oh, okay. So my thinking was well, okay is Niven going to go for the title of Cardiff now? But no, that feud's still going, and next week they're going to have their second match, which. Given what Ripley's doing now, I think Ripley's winning next week. Yeah, I think that so was my too. probably one of my favorite things this week was her talking about NXT. Shanest, I, I was looking at uh, NXT women's titles reigns, and they roughly end about after this many days. Yeah, three hundred and something she's yeah. reaching. But yeah, um, so Kaylee Ray, I've gone with her because you also have to think about Tony's run through a lot of the division already. Yeah, she's that's beaten true. Jazzy Gabbert. I think she's also beaten what's her name, Nina Samuels. She's yeah. beaten Rhea a couple times. I mean, she has to face Niven, but Niven's a face. Yeah. So she's run through a good amount of the division, and she's going to face Kaylee, obviously. And with Ripley going to NXT US, NXT UK is going to need a top heel. Yeah, that's true. So that's another reason why I think they could put the belt on Kaylee. Yeah, you could be right. Make a new top heel. And you mentioned Niven. This is someone Niven can feud for the title without having to that's change true, anything. Yeah. But that, that, that is a big question. What happens to Tony? That, that's like my big yeah. hole. What she happens could, to Tony? She could come to regular NXT. She could, but Ripley's already done that. Yeah, so it's kind of tough. You don't want to move too many people from UK over, especially like two people who have been big stars in the yeah. UK. They have done a lot for that division. Rhea it's being the first like, ever, and then Tony being a very good champion. There's just no need to take the title off Tony, I feel right now. Yeah. 
But I have the argument for that. Yeah. And I think the way this match has been built has been interesting to me. I don't know how much if you've watched NXT UK, but Kaylee. I catch it when I can. Yeah, Kaylee Ray's made this very like she's gotten like into kind of like Tony's emotional side, and there she's been talking about this is why all these people don't talk to you anymore. This is why your family doesn't like you. All the ex boyfriends you have don't talk to you anymore because you you turn to this person because the yeah. the story is that they used to be very good friends like before NXT UK. Oh, okay. And that would, like Tony's think that Kaylee's changed, but Kaylee's like reflect like no, you've changed, and this is why X Y and Z happens now to you and. You know, I think there was a promo she like had it's like this pretty good promo where she was running her down for all that and Tony just slaps her and kind of like very like unhappy walks yeah. away after that and it was a it got the job across you know it's not the best built feud I've seen but you know yeah. it's serviceable I think the UK fans will enjoy it oh, yeah. but I'm going with Kaylee Ray. Uh, I'm not going to be surprised if she doesn't win, but yeah. no, part of me just says that they think they're going to do it. Yeah. And one of my big moments for the night is if Kaylee Ray wins they're in Cardiff Tegan Knox. It's back uh, from, it's she's back true. from injury. So if a heel wins, one of the first people that could turn up would be Tegan Knox. That's true. Oh. And that w- is is this main event? It could be. It's it's, been, it's this has been building since like June yeah. when that battle royal happened. So this this could be at least like That's co-main awesome. event. I'm for that. Yeah, it could be like a co-main event. But what um, I think is going to be the main event, the next match, uh, yes. Volter versus Tyler Bate. I am very excited for this I one. Think we all know who's gonna win yeah, this I've one. gone for Volter, obviously. Yeah. I think it's an easy reason. It's his first title defense on a big on a big takeover stage. Yeah. He's done a couple, and he faced Pete Dunne again on NXT UK. He then beat Travis Banks a couple weeks later, and I think that's his defenses so far because he's been busy doing yeah, this. He needs more defenses. Yeah. And as much as I love T-Bay, I just don't see I – I can see this being a five-star match. Oh, like, I think it's going to. No question, but – I just think that Walter's got this one. Yeah, no, this, this isn't the person. The person that I think they're going to build to beat him will be Ilya Dragunov. I can see that. You see, I thought of that, too. That's That could be a heck of a match, honestly. It'd be a lot of fun. I'm pretty sure they've worked in, I think, Progress in the UK. Yeah, I've seen... I, I think I've heard, like, Matthew talk about that on the Cultolic podcast before. Like, they've, they've worked together, or, like, they just, like, have done matches together I was, before. I thought I saw clips of them going at it before. That sounds like a great match, honestly, because I really, I really enjoy... What I've seen of Dragunov, you know, this that this UK has like been my first exposure to him, and I really mm. like his style and I like his like He's cool, unhinged yeah. character. And it's cool seeing. I don't really see a lot of Russian professional wrestlers either. They're kind of rare now compared uh, to like Vladimir Kozlov. I, yeah. <laughs> is he, is he, he a, okay, the Yakuza kick was cool. Yeah, that true. was cool, but that that was about it. We haven't seen many since. Um, yeah, like I said, it's, it's his it's first defense at a major like event. Also, I like the story of Walter like destroying British strong style yeah, one by one. He like beat Pete Dunne for the title in my match of the year right now. Yeah. He destroyed Trent Seven on UK, which was really good storytelling. Yeah. Had to stop the match and everything, and we haven't really seen Trent Seven since I think until this week or last week. Yeah, we'll he probably see up. him tomorrow, yeah. He'll probably be, yeah. They did, they did, like, the prime target thing they did for TakeOver Toronto with Cardiff. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a half-hour video of them documenting Walter and Tyler Bates' lives, like, outside of the ring with Walter's, like, at his wrestling school in Germany, and then Tyler Bates, like, at home, his mom's being interviewed, mm-hmm. and, like, Trent's talking about him, too. It's a really, really good cool. video package. It's, like, a half-hour long video, wow. and I thought it was great. And they talked about it, the whole thing, and, like, Tyler's mom was, like, like, what you think? They asked. They asked her, "What did you think when Walter and Imperium attacked Tyler?" And she was like, so unhappy about it. She was, it was. Re- it was. It's really good. It's really good acting and like video video uh, production. I enjoyed it a lot. But yeah, we both gone for Walter. Uh, so let's yeah, go on we to. We also have that wild card, if you will, of uh, one. Um, uh, f- shit, what was his name in NXT? Uh, 
NXT. Antonio Cesaro. Yes, he is lurking. He's lurking. He's lurking He's over in UK. Right yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I forgot about that. Was great. Um. Yes, yeah, Cesaro. Do you think after the main event's over, Cesaro will appear or somebody else? Eh, it could be somebody else. I, I think just it's end. just gonna end, and that's gonna be yeah. That. If, if I, I think if he's gonna interfere in anything, it's gonna be the Travis Banks Noam Dar match. I I don't Interesting. know. It could be that. I could be I dead think... wrong about that. I'm not gonna put money on that. Yeah, but... my gut feelings for Cesaro are one of I think three things. One, he starts program with Walter after he beats Tyler Bate. That's like Walter's next program for a while. Where they build somebody else up. Yeah. Second one, tag team division. Oh no, it was there. I was gonna say Kings of have, Wrestling. I was gonna say Kings of Wrestling. They can get that back to and do it. Do, do a tag team run. That would be awesome. You can make you do Cassie. You can give Cassie something that I won't be annoyed at because he beat Ilya Dragunov. Yeah, that's true. And it, I feel like I haven't been watching late. Last time I saw though, Cassius Sono got a win. Yeah, against Dragunov. Oh yeah. That's what I was unhappy about. I'm yeah. like, they really had him lose, but all right. Yeah. I mean, Odo's not a bad loss. It's just he loses. Kings of Wrestling. I'm for it. Yeah, or I'll Kings be for it. Yeah. Sorry. Or, yeah, you can do this mid-card thing where Cesaro can help elevate other people. Like, yeah, Like true. your Noam Dars, your Travis Banks, your Jordan Devlins, yeah. your Ilya Dragunov to push him to that next tier. Like, anybody like that. Yeah. So, speaking of the tag team division, as you mentioned, we have, an, I think, another really fun match is the triple threat tag team match yeah, for the good. tag team titles. We have the champions, the Grizzly Young veterans, Zach Gibson and James Drake, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, against Gallus, represented by Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. I have gone for Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, I have gone for Gallus. Interesting. So we both have new champions in different ways. Yeah. So I'll do my two cents first. Um, I really enjoyed the story of this uh-huh. match. I like this whole idea that um, Andrews and Webster had to earn their way into the match, both of them getting singles victories over the opposing team members. Yeah. And this whole idea that they're they're from Wales. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they've been playing they've been playing I up didn't that. Know that. They're playing oh. that they're playing that up a lot that they're from they're from Wales. Because Tegan Ox also isn't booked on this show, which makes me think, yeah, they're definitely gonna win. Uh, and I think Triple H will definitely give that give crap. that great I didn't know they were from Wales. Yeah, there oh. they are. They they've been playing that up and they'll they'll give them like a nice hometown pop. It'll be great. They'll win, it'll be a feel good yeah. moment. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, <laughs> and it gets too late to change your well, pick, unfortunately. Shocked. Yeah, I mean it couldn't happen. Maybe GYT, would GYV will retain. Yeah, but I don't. I can't see it. I can't see. it. I like I them mean, a lot. I yeah, like, I, I, I love Zach. Gibson, he's great. But... They're all great. I know. I've really come to enjoy Morgan Webster, especially because I love his just his style from like yeah. his attire. Because I get that the mod style, the mod father as he's known as. Yeah. I also get like a very the Who vibe for some reason. Mm. I get like that very seventies, sixties feel. But that's what he's going for. And Gallus has always been, you know, they're they're kind of a staple in the division. They're a good stable, good team, and they're also in action later in the night. But. I'm sticking with the home home country boys. I'm yeah. going for Andrews and Webster, and I think we'll get that feel good moment. Anything else you want to add? No, nah, that's about it. All right, um, last man standing match. Joe Coffey, Dave Mastiff, and Joe Coffey. These two have had a nice little program. They had yeah. they did that match on UK where they fought to the outside of the ring. I think Mastiff got hit in the liver early in the match, so their thumbs to where he had a really hard time continuing, but he wouldn't give up. Yeah. And then when he got then when he got counted out, he was pissed because yeah. he wanted to keep fighting. He was calling out Joe for it. It was pretty good. It was a nice main event. Of course, it's a count out, so nobody yeah, likes yeah, it. Yeah. But you know, Johnny Saint made this announcement. Last man standing match. I'm for it. I'm all for it. You know, I like both of these guys. I have also gone for Joe Coffee. Yeah. I think my reasoning mainly be I don't think this feud between Gallus and the Hunt is ending at Cardiff. 
So I think they're going to want to go for the heels winning here and then maybe either at a bigger NXT UK down the line or the next takeover, whenever that may be, yeah. probably January. Um, the Hunt will get the win. Yeah, I can see that. Mastiff is very enjoyable. I've liked the big man style that he brings to the ring. And I watched Joe Coffey versus Pete Dunn back, like, I think, about a month ago, and that was a really fun match. Mm-hmm. Coffey is very aggressive. I like his style. And what I also like about how they build this match is, like, the two contrasting styles of each other. Yeah. So they've shown Mastiff working out, like, outside, like, in the woods, flipping tires, <laughs> doing it all by hand, by himself. It's pretty great. And then Coffey is, like, your standard in the gym, lifting yeah, weights yeah. with his boys, having been working his ass off. And, yeah. It's a very very straightforward build. And the final match, uh, Travis Banks versus Noam Dar. This is probably going to be the opener. Yeah. I think this is going to be the opener. And I've gone for Travis Banks. I have Noam Dar. Oh, really? Another disagreement. I thought I I heard they've been trying to build up Dar lately. Because he came back from that injury. Yeah, he was injured. Basically got, well, I think he got some things, but not a whole lot. And I like Travis Branks, but I, like both I just of think Dar's going to win this one. That's interesting, yeah, because my they kind of build this. This is a pretty straightforward build. You know, Dar is bragging about how he's getting a match at Cardiff. You know, yeah. everyone's trying to step up to him. And then Travis Banks turns up. He's like, I'll fight you at Cardiff. You know, I yeah. talked to Johnny Saint and Sid Scala. They got the match set up. And I've gone for Banks because Banks at the start of the year at Blackpool was at the match with Devlin. But then he got taken out, and then that's when Finn Balor came in. So he missed oh, his he missed true. his big match at a takeover. So I think what they're going to do this time is um, give him that opportunity to go on the big stage, get a win, nice babyface way to start off the show. Travis Banks wins, and we move on. Yeah. So I, I think it's a valid. I think it's kind of a it's kind of either or though. I, think I, could, I might hey I might just go zero for five here honestly tomorrow. Did I'm not was, even gonna I'm I'm actually not even gonna be able to watch Cardiff tomorrow. I think I'm going to um something with. You did mention you have, like, yeah. lunch plans with, like, lunch think, plans with the some, theater group. Yeah, some theater group I'm involved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, not much I can really add to that. I mean, yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty excited match, I'm pretty yeah. excited for this card as a whole, you know. It'll be good. Takeover Blackpool was a pretty good takeover. Oh, yeah. I, I remember watching some of the main matches back and liking it a lot. Plus, we got the Valter debut at the end. Mm. Can't go wrong with that. So, that's one big show taken care of. And now Should we be have a good another one. big. Let's go to the one at night for us. Ugh. All Elite Wrestling's All Out from the Sears Center in Chicago, Illinois. This is going to be quite the show. I'm very excited for this one. You just want to go right down the line here and we're going to say... We're going to go from... We're going to start with... Well, here we go. The Page Jericho. Page, Adam Page versus Chris Jericho for the AEW World Championship. Chris Jericho. Hangman. This is tough. This it's is tough. This it's is so really, hard because really there's tough. so many ways you can do this. You see, they've already given Paige so, so much. They have. But they where's really Jericho have. been? You can't just hide Jericho for so long, have him come back and then lose. But to be, I mean, okay, I'll, I'll go. So let's think about if Jericho wins. From, from a business perspective, this is very, very smart. People know who Chris Jericho is. Exactly. Everybody knows who he is if they, if they like wrestling. They will turn on the channel in the fall. They'll scroll through the channels. They'll go on TNT. They'll see Jericho with that belt. They'll be like, yeah. well, what's going on here? What's this? Why is Chris like, Jericho there? I thought there? he was in WWE. Yeah, what's, what's his new title? And then, then they'll see John Moxley. Yeah. Hey, hey that's, that's the guy from The Shield. And then they'll yeah. see Sean Spears. Like, hey, Ty Dillinger, what's he doing? He's still doing the 10 bit. And then <laughs> yeah. they'll see Cody Rhodes. It's like, what's going on? Why is his hair blonde now? Yeah. So it really, just from good. the casual fan, they'll see Chris Jericho and want to watch because they'll be ah, curious. I want Jericho to win. 
I had Chris Jericho, but I thought about this thing between the result of another match earlier in the night, probably. This is going to be the main event, probably. Mm. That I think Hangman... So, Hangman, my case with him is that AEW's mission is to be an alternative to WWE. Mm. They want to focus on the new generation that of talent, yeah. build them up, give them credibility that people people don't know most of these talents. Exactly, that's true. Like, like the Dark Order, nobody knew who they were, double or nothing. Oh, they're so great. They're great, oh, yeah, they're exactly. So Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, people love them. I love Luchasaurus. I love them both. They're, they're so great. great. He has a master's degree. I only have a bachelor's degree. He's better than me. Amazing. MJF, incredible. Yeah. If you hear this, if you're probably going to roast me on, on Twitter, and I'm sorry, I'll take it. I don't really care. Yeah, There's I, so much to I it. Think if, if, if I found out MJF was actually watching this, I'd probably cry. Like, yeah, he's he's he definitely I come want at him us. To, please bully me, MJF. If you're by chance for some reason listening to this, please bully me, mm-hmm. please. But yeah, going back to this match, just with Hangman. Sorry. Another thing, another reason why I picked Hangman. It's not only it goes back to AEW's mission. Sam just dropped something. Don't worry about that. Yeah. It goes back to AEW's mission of focusing on all these new people in the industry. But you also have to consider how Hangman has been building to this match in the first place. Ever since the Jacksonville rally in January, Hangman said that he wanted to be the first AEW champion. Mm. So this is kind of a story he's been had going on for quite a while. It's long-term storytelling. And I think the match with Pac that was canceled at nothing was supposed to be related to the title. I don't think it was going to be for the title. But I think it was going to have some connection to the eventual title match which i think hangman was going to win until they had to pull pack out for creative differences yeah so i'm going with hangman i'm going because you know my heart wants to win but my head says jericho i'm going with my heart on this one yeah i won't be surprised if jericho wins i understand why they would go with him but i think either way the winner of this match will get some criticism because you'll have to consider not everyone has gone on board of hangman's push <clears throat> and then cm punk comes out <sighs> i have somebody else in mind and Let's talk about him. Oh, yeah? Not John Moxley, a.k.a. Pac, yes. versus Kenneth Omega. Yeah. This is going to be... This could be a match of the night. I put Kenny. I put Pac. Yeah. This is another disagreement. So, my... This is this was tough. I, I was, I was going to say Moxley until he got injured. Yeah. He was my pick originally. But, you know, in Kenny's case, you know, it's last minute replacement. Pac, you know, he hasn't... We, we, to be fair, it's Pac's debut at the same time. But oh, if, that is true. If you, want, if you want to explain why you picked Kenny. I just, I I know they're really trying to put Paige as their number one, I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's still Kenny Omega, you know? Yeah. Like, he is arguably on the same level as a guy, like, let's say AJ Styles. Like, and that's like S-tier wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like, arguably better at this point. Yeah. AJ, AJ's winding down. He's going to retire after his contract yeah. expires. He said that. Yeah. His final contract is with the E. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, he's had quite the career. I wouldn't he's, blame the yeah. guy. Oh. He's, he's, he's in his 40s he's now. He can still go. What else does he need? He's been to New Japan. He doesn't need to go to AEW. Yeah, exactly. He wants to work a lighter schedule, maybe. Yeah. But he doesn't really need it. But, you know, Kenny, it's kind of like it's kind of like a safe bet. Go with Kenny. Yeah. It's Kenny Omega, best bout machine. He'll, this is this is probably going to be Meltzer will probably give it seven stars. Yeah. Let's be real. It's, it's going to go like 30 minutes. It's Kenny Omega match. Yeah, oh yeah. So it's going to go a while. I've gone for Pac because it's his debut match. He, even though he is a replacement, sometimes the replacements do win in wrestling. There's been like that rare oddity where they do it, mm. and I think because they, I think they wanted to present Pac as this world title, this uh, excuse me, world title contender. He is, I think, he's gonna be portrayed as a very big deal. Also, get that UK audience if that factors in at all. The UK audience and maybe some people from Japan because yeah, he, he did he did the stuff in Dragon Gate with Japan. He's been appearing there before he was able to come back because he was their champion. Then he lost the title. So I think for. Either way, this is another toss-up, but 
It's Pac's debut match. I don't see anything else written in my notes. I think this should be a very good match. I think Kenny can take the loss. And I think what they can do with Kenny on TV is start this whole redemption arc. Where, like, you know, he's had he's been losing a lot of big matches. Yeah, he, only, he was only able to win at a charity show. He already had a rough start the year by losing to Tal Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. That's true. He's trying to rebound. Hasn't been as active. But, you know, he can maybe take this one more loss, and then maybe we'll see that redemption arc on TNT. Mm, very true. But, hard match. I've got true. Pac. Sam has Kenny. And so, let's move. I was third one. Best friends, Dark Order. So, yeah. I'm Dark Order. I'm also Dark Order. This, of course, the winner of this match gets a first round bye in the AEW Tag Team Tournament happening when TV starts up, which is going to be a very exciting tournament. Mm. I'm very excited. If every, if every team we've seen so far is going to be in that tournament, which I think is going to be great. But I went for the Dark Order as well. Dark Order. I think either of these teams can be entertaining with a bye week when like they're on TV like they'll just be messing about on TV doing whatever shenanigans they do best friends will make fun of their opponents and just be like hey we're great we're friends and they'll high five each other and stuff like that I also I think Dark Order is winning just because I'm predicting some sort of alliance between them and Jericho oh for like the first like the DC show that DC show yeah mm-hmm. they there's, but there's also rumors of LAX being his partners. That would be amazing. Which would be really cool. I think it's either them or the Dark Order. Yeah. Plus, like, Jer- Jericho was a creeper. Fight for the Fallen. Exactly. Yeah, they have that thing already. I don't know if Jericho stuck his way into that. Yeah, Dark Order, they work, like I said, they, they can work really well with the bye week. Either team can. But I think also for their sake, because like I said, not many people still know who they are. Mm. When they're on TV, like that first couple weeks of television, they'll be doing their creepy segments, doing all those like the monologuing, and people are like, oh, what's this? This is really mm. cool. And this is how they introduce the Dark Order before they get in the ring. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like a way you can like introduce them to your audience. They'd be like, okay, these people are interesting. I want to see them wrestle. So it's a way to get them out there, help their brand, and, and just show who these people are. But pretty straightforward. Not much yeah. to that one. Um, here's another potential match of the night. Brothers. The Lucha Brothers. Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix are taking on the Young Bucks. Matt Nick Jackson. Who have you got and why? I got Brothers because it's for so, the So, Lucha Brothers. Yeah, Lucha yeah. Brothers. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. They're, they're, they're both two they're sets both, of brothers. They're both brothers. Um, yeah, if it's for the AAA World Tag Team, I'm, I'm going to say Brothers on this. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Oh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I've also gone for the Lucha Brothers, mainly because they recently got the tag belts back from the Young Bucks. I think it was at Triple Mania. Mm. Or some Lucha, some AAA event, they won them back. And I just think it's too early to take the belts off them. Yeah. I think if you keep hot the belts between them and the Bucks, it devalues the titles a bit. Yeah. And looking at some stats online, people, like some notable tag teams, hold that hold those tag belts for quite a while. Most notably, I think, and Helico and Jack Evans have held that belt yeah. for like hundreds of days, True. what I've read. So I just think hotshotting the belts back to the Bucks is not, excuse me, the best idea. Plus, yeah. the Bucks haven't lost yet. Exactly. They haven't lost a match yet, and wins and losses matter in AEW. True. And uh, another thing, and another match in the card, the Young Bucks are facing Private Party in Boston. Oh, if the good. Bucks win... Private Party is going to have such a hard time against them, against them in kayfabe. Yeah, Bucks haven't lost it. They beat one of the best tag teams in the world, the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. How is Private Party going to contest that even if they win? Exactly. So I think for Private Party's sake, Lucha Brothers need to win to have Private Party some hope as well and also hang, hand the Bucks their first loss in AEW. Mm. So another match. Another, one's, another one that's had, had some really good builds. I've yeah. really enjoyed how they've been the building this match. The chairman, Sean Spears, formerly known as Ty Dillinger, against... Cody Rhodes, who we don't know who he's with. Okay. I will be right back. I am having an IBS emergency. I will be with Sam, I'll be right back. Um, so I'll say my pick, and I'll repeat it to Sam when he gets back. 
I am going for big Shawnee Spears. I just think the way he's been built up since jumping over to AEW, he's been treated like such a big deal. And the way they've been building him, the whole stuff of Tolia Blanchard has been great. His presentation has been great. His Their callbacks to OVW have been so enjoyable to see their history together. It's overall been such a good build. And I think just if Sean Spears loses, that just that's not good for his credibility, I think. It doesn't really help him. He's been built up so well, and I think a loss will do him no favors. On Cody's side of things, it's I think he can afford the loss. He hasn't lost at singles action yet. He has been he's well he's he lost in a tag match, but that's a tag match. Of course wins and losses matter, but he hasn't lost a singles action yet. And he had that great match with Dustin at double or nothing. I think Cody will do the job for Sean Spears and we'll see Sean Spears fall at the W. And as for who accompanies Cody, because we currently do not know, Dustin Rhodes will not be there because I think he's doing a convention, I think it was in the South, I think it's in Georgia. I don't know, he said it on Twitter. As for who's going to accompany him, it's pretty tough. It could be Brandy, but I don't think they've been saying it'll be Brandy. I think the person that's going to accompany Cody will be Mr. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. And I say that because I think this is pretty easy reason. MJF has been feuding with Sean Spears. He's been calling him out on the Road to All videos. There was that one being the Elite where he said, F Sean Spears. So that was before, that was before Sean Spears even appeared in AEW. So I just think that Sean Spears went... This feud may not end. I know Sean Spears has that match with Moxley when they go to TV as well, which I think this win will help him a lot, give him a lot more credibility coming up. But yeah, um, I think that'll happen. And I think, yeah, we'll see Sean Spears win his first big match in AEW. And Sam's still not here. So I guess what I'll say right now is if you have any feedback, comments, or anything, feel free to let us know either on YouTube in messages, direct message Steam Dream, and say any thoughts you have on the podcast or anything. We appreciate all the feedback. This is the first episode. But yeah, and Sam is now back in the room. I'm I've... so sorry. No, it's totally fine. I was able to get most of my stuff out and just kind of just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, improv while you were gone? But yeah, mm-hmm. I've gone over my pick, and I'll let you go next. Uh, what are we still on? Roads and Spears. Oh, definitely Spears. Yeah, I was talking, if you want to. If you have just say. just because I feel like they need to build Sean Spears as a character and prove that he's not Ty Dillinger anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think a good way of doing that would be beating the head of the company. If you one will. of the heads. Yeah, one of the heads. One of the EVPs. I will um, also say I w- will have to leave early from this podcast, and I apologize for that. I have another about 15 minutes here, and then Stella will probably take you guys home for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving on, yeah, Sean Spears. Yeah. Um, I was just talking about, like, who would accompany Cody as well, and I said MJF. Oh, uh, yeah. I so, because the... Goldust won't be there. For my, well, Dustin Rhodes won't be yeah. there. He's doing, like, a convention in the South, so he's That's not going to be there. I don't think Brandy will do it because she has she's that. She's in the Battle Royale. She's in the Battle Royale, and she might be doing other stuff that night. So, we'll have to see. But I think MJF, from a storyline perspective, because he's been having beef with Sean Spears. Yeah, that's true. So, I just think it makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. And one of my potential moments is that MJF could betray Cody. Well, I mean, I don't think that'll happen, but that's that's a potential moment that can happen. That's true. Um, anyway, going on from that, which should be a great match for a storyline perspective oh, yeah. too. I think it's gonna be a lot 100%. of fun. Um, next one we have Cracker Barrel match sponsored by Cracker Barrel, not like this podcast. <laughs> um, we have Darby Allen, the Bad Boy, Joey Janela, and Wait, Jimmy. Cracker Barrel Clash. What? Yeah, I have no idea what that means. It could be a hardcore match, or those those would be like a barrel for Cracker Barrel in the middle of the <laughs> ring. It's someone get, someone get pulled sp- through it. This match is sponsored by Cracker Barrel. 
<laughs> I can't even hear JR say that. Um, yeah, but we have Darby Allen, the bad boy Joey Janela, and Jimmy Havoc. Who do I we have? I got Allen. Darby Allen? Yeah. That's a this is a this is another toss up. I feel like any of these guys have a reason to win. Yeah. But I have gone for Joey Janela. Yeah, I can see it. Um, and then Enzo Amore comes out. Yeah, then they <laughs> fight in real life. Oh, my God. that'd be it's, It could be a death match, too, for all you no, know. Um, my pick, my reason for Janela is, I think ever since, you know, all three guys, well, two of them mainly, Allen and um, Janela, have had big moments in AEW so far. Mm. Our, Darby Allen had that tie with Cody. That is true. Which was, it really helped the stock a lot, because not many people knew about him. He was very, like, under the radar. Janela had that match with Moxley at Fighter Fest, which was a pretty fun match and helped give Janela some more exposure to just about anybody watching. Yeah. Whereas Jimmy Havoc, we really haven't much. really seen a lot. He, he stabled a cigarette to Janela's forehead at Double or Nothing. Yeah. And then he lost in the four-way at Fighter Fest, and then they did this, that, then the six-man tag happened to Fight for the Fallen, which started this whole thing. Yeah. And another reason I picked Janela was because when they're doing that backstage brawl at Fight for the Fallen, you hear Janela say something along the lines of, I waited this many years for this contract, and look where I am. Oh, and two. Oh, and two. Yeah, oh, and two. True. So he's really, it's based on the fact that wins and losses matter in that AEW. So I think Janela really should pick up the win. And win or lose, I think either during or after this match, we see Jimmy Havoc turn heel and batter. I Whoever I think he can just wait, just, he's not already healed. I guess he's like either a tweener. Or, well, they were a team of baby faces at Fight yeah, for the Fall. Look who, they, look who they were fighting. But I could just see Havoc just going mental if he either during the match or if he loses and just destroying whoever wins or just Joey Janela because Joey got murdered last year at All In, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so we'll see. But I've gone for Janela. You've gone for Darby Allen, which yeah. both respectable picks. I could see any of these guys winning. And so we're going to go to the next to the pre-show. We're just going down the Wikipedia list, so yeah. we're kind of all over the place. We have the 21-woman casino battle royale. You know, I have absolutely no idea who's going to win this. So if you had to pick one woman, who would it be? Kyla Rose. It's a good pick. Yeah, now I feel that... like she hasn't really picked up a huge W yet, and this could probably be her. Big Getting one. a shot at the title, too. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's quite the rub. We could see Riho versus... Uh... No. Uh, from Fighter Fest yeah, callback. Exactly. Yeah, because they had some altercations there in the triple threat, and they had like a post match angle, I think. Yeah. Where she beat them up. Um, I have gone for Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Miss I Adam Cole. She, she's been very, like, highly promoted in AEW. She was the first woman to announce she had been signed with the company. That's true. So I just think that she is one of the standouts, too, of, like, their women's division. You know, she had the big win at Double or Nothing. She wasn't at Fighter Fest, but, you know, she had a bad night in Fight for the Fallen, but. That was out of her control. It was it, accidents happen? You know, it just sucks how that happens. And she's doing better now, which is good. Um, you know, she's all over. She's all over their social media. She's she's been she's been appearing more on being the elite. She's been doing the mailbag. So she's That's been true. more prominent in like the company's marketing. That's true. And I just think that yeah, and marketing really matters right now for yeah. AEW. They've been doing a pretty good job of it. Yeah, they they're all they're they've been, they've been making some strides. Um, but yeah, I have my I guess I have like I have like a top three of people I would pick. So Britt's a number one for me. Number two is B Priestley. Yeah, I, I just think she's that. great, and I think she can be Britt's like big feud if she does win the title. That's true. And then my third is Nyla Rose. As yep. you said, she very capable. Very she's capable. she's a great powerhouse. She was very good at the Fighter Fest, and Ada, she's probably going to be what WWE wanted Nia Jax to be in AEW. Yeah, I could see that. She's you know she comes from a similar like style. Yeah. Powerhouse. Oh yeah. Has like that similar look as well. Yeah. I, I like her gear. I do like the gear yeah, she had she at Fighter Fest. Really cool gear. Um, but yeah. And then I have a wild card pick. Someone who's unannounced. I have gone with Tessa Blanchard. 
I would cry. I'd probably, if my bitch fucking Tessa Blanchard just came in and won, I'd go nuts. Yeah, this, this is an unannounced pick. It's probably not going to happen, though. She's still part of Impact. Yeah, Impact, but you never know. They might come to an agreement. It's like, hey, you can show up at this show. You're not going to yeah. win, but you can, you can pop the crowd. Oh, can you imagine if number 21, like the Joker card, is her? Yeah. Can you imagine that crowd when they hear your theme that song? That would be freaking awesome we'll see what happens i mean that's just fantasy booking number 21 could very much be like awesome kong or Britt baker too. oh yes awesome. I, I in fact i'm willing to guarantee it's Britt baker or, or not Britt baker or I'm awesome Brandy kong Rhodes. oh my god it's Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> she's literally the stephanie of AEW right yeah. now but you know that's a pretty interesting one um stick, sticking to the women we have a joshi match we have riho versus hikaru shida i have gone for boldly hikaru shida which she was, have I seen her before? She was a double or nothing. She won that six-woman tag for her team. I think. Yeah. yeah, so she has showed up once, but we haven't seen her since double or nothing. I just think my main reason is that if I have Britt Baker winning the Battle Royale, you kind of need a heel. If this if this match plays into the women's title picture, you kind of need a heel to contest her. True. And I think Hikaru Shida is one to do that. I, I hear very good things about her. I don't know a lot about either of them. I know, about, I know more about Riho. I've just seen more yeah. of her in AEW. I've seen I know. Her. She's on every show. Kenny loves Rio, which makes yeah. me think that she's going to be winning this match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's pretty much the only reason I have. That's fair. I just think if you have a babyface in Britt Baker or somebody win the Battle Royale, it's going to be tough to do a face versus face. Yeah. And AEW is very by the books. How they book some of their matches, they do face versus heel pretty like steadily. So that's why I think they're going to have... Hikaru win if Britt wins the Battle Royale, but if Nyla wins, they can have Riho win. Yeah, exactly. I can see either way going, but I'm going to go for Hikaru. I'm just very confident in that, that they're going to do want to do that more than like a face-versus-face match. Yeah. I think it'll be a lot of fun anyway. You know, These two probably worked together before from Japan or something like that. Mm. It should be fun. Run down the car. Going back to the buy-in, we have Private Party versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Private Party. I also have Private Party. My main reason is Private Party have that match against the Bucks in Boston on mm, TNT, whereas true. we don't know about Angelico and Jack Evans for the tournament yet. So this goes back to how I want the Luchos to beat the Bucks, is that I want Private Party to win so they have more credibility going into mm, the match with the Bucks. That's true. Just, just a wins and losses thing and booking yeah, decisions. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Of course, I, I like Angelico and Jack Evans a lot. I think they're great. And they haven't won yet, and that probably won't change, unfortunately, because I think they're they're awesome. They're really they're good. Great. They're so fun. But maybe tonight's not tonight. Well, tomorrow won't be their night, sadly. Mm. But hopefully things turn around for them. I hope they get some sort of rub eventually. And then well, the opening, probably match. the opening match, yeah. a six man tag or a trios match as SC, as SCU called Luchasaurus and friends, Jungle Boy and good old Marco Stunt against SCU. I love Marco Stunt, dude. Which is Christopher Daniels, Frank Gazarian, and Scorpio Sky. I have gone for Luchasaurus and Friends. Yeah, I have too. I just think my thing is if Luchasaurus and company were not really over it, they wouldn't be winning. But everyone loves Luchasaurus. Yeah. So it's kind of hard. I'm sure SEU will give them the rub too. No, SEU is amazing, but I just think. They don't need to really prove anything. Yeah, like they're just. It's they're, Christopher Daniels. He's so established. What else do you prove? He's, he's so established. He's like the head of talent relations, too. He does all this stuff yeah. with OWE. They help with everybody coming in. So true. I think this is a pretty. I'm pretty confident in seeing Luchasaurus and company pop the crowd. Babyface win. I guess I guess the babyface is here because like both sides are kind of like faces, but SU Ragon every time they go to. Yeah. It's but the worst you know, town they've ever, ever been to. But everyone loves them. Because yeah, they're, they're, they're so fun. They get a good reaction. Yeah, Scorpio Sky is great. I like oh, yeah, I like all of them. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think 
Luchasaurus Company will win. That'll give them their first one, too. They haven't won yet in AW, any of them. Which yeah. is weird. Because everyone likes them. But SCU has won. Double or nothing, but they haven't won since. Mm. But yeah, those are our predictions and ideas for AEW All Out. I guess one more idea that I had going back to Omega vs. Pac is that I have Pac winning because at the end of the night when Paige has the title above his head, who comes out and sees him? Could be him, but my thing is Pac comes down to square up with Hangman. Mm. Putting that match that we never really properly saw in AEW back into the light. And that's, that's like true. the first big AEW title feud. But, all out of sight, we're going to stick with AEW, and we're going to go to the sauna seat, which is a kind of a discussion. Rather quick. Nothing yeah, against concise anything, to the point. I gotta get out of here and get ready to go out tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about who should be AEW's first women's champion. And you know what? I have no idea, because they have so many great competitors right now. And we still haven't even probably seen the entire women's roster yet. No, Cody said we've only seen like 40% of the roster. It could be Brandy. They could be going that route. I don't see mm. it being Brandy, but... I don't want it to be Brandy. I'm sorry. I... If it's going to be anyone, I think it's going to be Riho. Hmm. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. That is right. That is correct. Um, they're all very high on her, apparently. And she's, she's, she's an very absolutely good. phenomenal competitor. Um, she seems like the underdog they're trying to book, and that she has that going for her. Which Very Daniel really Bryan like thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Riho. Yeah, I think that's valid. You know, Joshi wrestlers have been very successful so far in AEW. Mm. Like, they're a lot of fun to watch. You know, I'm yeah. not I'm not familiar with Joshi at all. So this is like my I'm first either, my first I'm, like big exposure to it, and I'm, I've never really watched Stardom, but I hear all about it. So I'm like, yeah, this, I'd be all for that. Of course, going back to who I said earlier, I think Britt Baker. Yeah, I just I think Britt Baker, because it goes back to that marketing thing. She's also just pretty good. She's 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 kind of got all the skill sets. People like her a lot. She's been appearing on BTE. She's all over social yeah. media. She's been really trying to improve in the ring. And she's been there since the beginning of AEW. Yeah, that's and true. She, people like her a lot. She's great. Miss Adam Cole, but of course, Adam Cole's dead in AEW Universe. <laughs> dead and never. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Um, but yeah, I think. Both have valid reasons. I'm going to stick with Britt Baker. You have Rio. Both great choices. So, yeah. And with That's that, our quick sauna seat. Sam I has to bid us adieu. Stella's going to take you home. I will finish up. Sam is going to peace out. He'll be having some fun tonight while I take you through the remainder of our time together tonight. Um, we'll take a quick <laughs> goodbye and good night. <laughs> he is out of the room. But we'll keep going for now. So we have a couple more segments, pretty simple stuff. But next we're going to go on to a quick sponsor break. So our main sponsor for this first episode is the Steam Dream Store, where we have Steam Dream apparel from the YouTube channel. We have t-shirts, hoodies, all types of apparel. And if you go to teespring.com slash stores slash Steam Dream, all one word, and use the code SAUNA, capital S, and then the rest of the word SAUNA, you get 15% off your first item from our store that you like. Again, you go to teespring.com slash stores slash Steam Dream and use the code SAUNA for 15% off on one item of 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 your choice. Hope you consider that. There's some nice apparel. There's a notable Stay Steamy shirt. It's a pretty good shirt. And yeah, hopefully you check it out. We're going to hopefully get more sponsors eventually, like Omaha Steaks. Shout out to Talk is Jericho. But we'll keep going. Um, 
unfortunately, we had a segment talking about the Steam Dream universe, which is a WWE 2K19 universe mode, where the, myself, Sam, and Tim, the producer, talk about the universe mode that we're doing right now. Unfortunately, since Sam isn't here right now, our main topic was going to be his brand's upcoming pay-per-view. He is the director of NXT in this universe mode, and we I would like to talk about his plans, but fortunately, since he had to leave early for today, we'll set it for another time. So the last big segment of today will be a award segment. This is called Superstar of the Week, where Tim, the producer, picked out a superstar or suggested a superstar to get this first award. And his first choice, which one I agree with, I'm sure Sam would agree with as well, is Sean Spears, as we talked about earlier. So congrats, Sean Spears. You have won Superstar of the Week at the Shoot Style Sauna. So the reasoning behind why we picked Sean Spears is just because it's simply because the revamp he's gotten since jumping ship from WWE to AEW. He's been treated like such a big deal. The whole production that they've done with him for the prep to all out. Then don't worry, we're talking. About, I went to Superstar of the Week. So joining me right now is the producer Tim. Oh, what's up? So I'll move the mic over oh, to you. All right, so where are we? Superstar. I just like introduced Superstar of the Week. I just did it with Sean Spears. So oh, Tim, you picked out Superstar of the Week. You went with Sean Spears. Do you want to go further with this? I was just getting started. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love my dad. First off, <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, Sean Spears is my legal father. Um, no, but he's been doing great since he left. You know, mm-hmm. so the Ty Dillinger was cool and all. You know, perfect ten and each of that stuff. But he has like a meaning to his character now. And yeah, he does. He has full nuclear heel heat, and it's awesome. It's great. I think you know, it's it started. It really started on being the elite when it was Cody and MJF at the pool, and then like Cody did a flip, and then um, MJF. He had, he had a piece of paper that said ten on it, and MJF said "f you, Sean Spears." That was good. That was like how it started, and then Sean Spears at double or nothing. Nothing much really happened there. Just kind of like, hey, here, here, here he is. I'm waiting for the Sean Spears MGF pay per view fight. That's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. One of my pitches for tomorrow was MGF accompanies Cody, but MGF turns on Cody. Maybe I wouldn't do that because yeah, it'd be kind of weird though at the same time. But it's like it's an idea. It's it's not gonna be Brandy. I I don't think it'll. Dustin's not there. I think, and I think it was Cultaholic that said this, but it was a stupid rumor that it was going to be Arn Anderson. Yeah. Which would be the funniest thing imaginable. Yeah, but it's a horseman against a horseman. And Cody, Cody's going to get turned on. The bit where Arn Anderson spine buster to Cody, which uh, I, that would happen probably I agree too. with Pachiti. If he can do it, he should be allowed a contract. Because I was, it's insanity. But did, did no, he, I love I love Sean Spears, and I yeah. I can't wait to watch him win against Cody. I think he's good. Yeah, I think, I, I think this is one of the easier matches to predict. I, I it's, cannot it's, wait for is Sean Spears. They gave, plus they gave him Tully. Yeah, so you know I like that a lot. They care about him because they've been doing this whole like NWA callback where like they talk about all the old days of like the Blanchards versus the Rhodes and like this whole story behind it. And I just like how they're doing all this callback. Cody's like a very old school wrestling guy too, so he knows all the history behind it. Yeah, which is why I think he's been doing like that sort of thing. But it still works. The road, the road to all outs have like highlighted this match the most. I feel like. Yeah, which yeah, I like that really good presentation episode. That was a it's good been, one. It's been great. I like the one where it's like Cody getting in the limousine, he comes and just signs the paper and leaves. It's, and Sean Spears just pissed. And it's just like, okay, sure. I mean, whatever you want, man. And totally, and totally calms him down. But yeah, I just think the presentation of Sean Spears has been fantastic. He's this is probably the biggest deal he's ever been, even in NXT. Yeah, I don't remember him much in NXT. I don't remember. Really he was more relevant then than he was on SmackDown. That's fair. That's because weird. I don't remember anything he did on SmackDown except for coming up as the He didn't 10. have a feud on main roster, did he? I think he was just used. He as came a, out as number ten in the Rumble twice. 
And, 20, and the second time, he got jumped by somebody I replaced. It was worth it, though. For the first time, worth first it. Th- first time, it was cool. Because you had to do that. Second yeah. time, you're like, all right, we, we get it. We've seen it before, but 10. He, didn't even, he didn't even show up. We get it. We understand. Come on. But, well, since I actually, well, I originally skipped over it. At least anything else you want to say about Superstar of the Week before we potentially segue to that segment? Uh, no, I think I'm good for Superstar of the Week. So what is it, SDU now? Yeah, since I said, since Sam's not here, obviously. Um, it's it's, it's his first paper for you. So basically, I've been spending the last couple of days uh, doing a tire for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and his card is is hilarious. But he, So he has Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. So I figured, how stupid can I make his attire? So I went absolutely ridiculous. And what I did was I kind of gave him... So his first pay-per-view is in Miami. Because I was Florida. like, it's, it's Florida, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I gave him, like, Miami Hurricanes, like the bright green, bright orange. Oh, but the, I made uh, it, like, Tyler Breeze style where he has the fluffy thing. Oh, yeah, he has, like, the uh, And then I made them glow in the dark. Because I'm, okay, that's pretty I'm cool. stupid, is what it is. That's pretty cool, though, too. Um, his, gonna, his card is really interesting. I'm going to pull up the card right now. I'm on the spreadsheet. Yeah, here it is. His yeah. card his card is kind of cool. I, I, he doesn't have, like, big plans for it, um, as you'll see on the spreadsheet. He yeah. doesn't, like, care so, for it. He doesn't care for, like, some of them. Yeah, I'll run down the cards. So, from top to bottom, we have first match is Maria Canellas with Mike versus Carmelo with R-Truth. Which I was like, okay, bold. Yeah. But I, I'll give it to you. So they, I don't know. That story that. is basically just... Maria, no one cares about Maria Canellas. No one does. No one really so basically, does I'm just life. having Carmella beat the living tar out of Mike because it's hilarious to that me. That is pretty funny. And Maria just being like, why won't you come for me? And she's like, I don't care. Go away. Um, that, that's pretty much it. It's, that's, that's all, that's all, that's that's all, all I can say about that because I, I, I don't know what Sam's <laughs> thinking is for this brand. Um, second match, we have the Ascension, who are the tag champions against Titus Worldwide for the NXT tag titles. I kind of like this. Um, the Ascension actually getting used. That's neat. Yeah. I mean, I, he likes the ascension. He want. He, I like them he too. He handpicked them. I was fine with. I like them. I like them too. Just they don't do anything, they, and they're still employed. They, they really I think do. if they're doing this whole draft idea, they should put the ascension on NXT again. They should. I think for, for the well, next episode, we should do a mock draft. We should. Well, I mean, since War Machine is going back to NXT, are they really? They've been. The rumors are going that War Machine's going back. Oh, please. Because because Heyman agreed that the crowd doesn't care for him, which sucks. The raw crowd doesn't care, so he, he wants to send them back. Yeah, that's Which totally is, valid. He wants to send them back, and then the, the ideal would be Yui and War Raiders again. War, War Machine, yeah. That, War, I'd be cool for that. Which I'm I mean, fine with. That was always great. It was good, and then plus, and maybe Yui gets their win back because they didn't beat them originally. Exactly. So that's that's fifty fifty booking. It's fine with me. I'm cool with that. Um, so next we have EC3, the North American champion, against Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley. I don't know how this Sam's is, presenting so him. So this is my favorite feud in terms of the story. Oh, I, like, I like this too. I've read so about it. So basically, it's this feud is not physical. It is two guys who are great on the mic and just go nuts at each other. And Strong so zingers. My favorite thing is, is I finished the last week before his pay-per-view. So, like, I have to play his, I think, this weekend. And Dean and Mox basically just called out Dixie Carter. And I think I used the line. I think I wrote <laughs> yeah, it Yeah, you mentioned like, something about, like, the Carters. And I'm like, like yeah, that's like, good. I was like, she gave you the world. I'm going to take it all back. That's, and, that's and pretty then good. And then Carter's like, hey, you use drugs to be relevant. whoop the freaking do and I'm like, that's awesome. That's so that's all the heat in the world. His and Mox, I tried to make him look as close to Mox now as I could. Which I agree. I just Which, think it's now better looked, than Dean Ambrose. Yeah, right. But I, I'm that's the one I'm the, I want to build the most. I love that feud. No, I like this feud a lot. And then you did talk about Dream already, but we have Shinsuke Nakamura against Velveteen Dream, which this is another <sighs> I one had really, fun with I'm this really because fascinated with. I had fun with this because no one takes Nakamura seriously, so I decided not to take him seriously. And... I went with Nakamura being... It's almost like Trish and Mickey James. Where Ooh, the obsessive Naka, thing? Where Nakamura is Mickey James, and he's following him around. He's like, I like Velveteen Dream. I want to imitate him. So whenever I have Nakamura fight, 
I have him always use the purple Rainmaker. Yes. And I and Dream Valley Driver and Dream gets pissed off. He's like, "Why are you stealing my stuff?" He's like, "Well, I like you." Give it infringement. I think you wrote that in here. You wrote so, like Dream Valley Driver. So for Shinsuke's attire, I had him do his purple pants and then Velveteen's logo right on the side. With the V. With the V, it's yeah. like painted in gold. It's outlined in black. It's cool as butt. I like that. And then Velveteen is glow in the dark orange, and it's, it's the stupidest thing I've ever done. It's just home. It's just hometown stuff. <laughs> he did. He did the Mountie thing. I was like, over, I don't so care. I'm fine with that's this. That's he. He would definitely do that in real life. It's real worth here. it though. It is worth it. Um, anything you want to add to that? No, nah, that, that's, right. that's a simple one. That's I, pretty. It, it, I'm not sure itself. if I want to continue that, but I. I feel like this is a one and done. It, it might as well. I mean, he's got, I, well, he's got say, two weeks until SummerSlam. It's not. It's not for anything either. It's not for anything. It's a. It's a. It's just like it's two like, cool. Two yeah. cool dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, next is the UK title match. We have Drew McIntyre, the champion, against Killian Dane or Big Demo, as I call him. I love Big Demo. Yeah. Sam has a great idea for this. Is that he wants Drew McIntyre to just be that monster that he should be. And how I had it is Drew McIntyre took out all sanity already. He gave Eric Young a concussion, so he's actually out. And then last week he. Claymore Wolf through the barricade. He just he tore through him. So but, so That's sanity cool. is out. He's like, You're, if you want me, you can have me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I agree. McIntyre should be the monster in this. No, he totally should be. Even on TV, where it's like he just loses. Now he's just Shane's little lackey, and it's which so makes me mad. It's he, he's so more than that. Dumb. And then he lost in the King of the Ring tournament, which Sam and I talked about. We we're like. I don't like that, but it's Ricochet one, so oh it's like not all bad, but still, it's well, pretty. Who seeded that tournament? It's pretty bad. Like who seeded that tournament is my question. It's not okay. I, said the Fox. It's not. Nope. Uh, let's see. Second to last match, we have Kyrie Sane, the champion, against Candice LeRae, who is heel in this universe for the women's title. Look, here's my thing. I don't like Candice LeRae. I don't care Ooh. for her. I unpopular Just in general. Opinion. I don't. I don't get her character. I get it. She's she's Johnny's wife. That's all. It's I Mrs. Gargano right now. She's becoming. She's like getting something more on NXT, like in real life now. But I don't care for Candice LeRae, so I wanted to make her interesting because fa- because you can't turn Kyrie Sane face or a heel. Heel. It's hard. You can't do that. I think she did so, that stardom. Candice LeRae. I decided to turn her heel, and so like Kyrie Sane defended on TV. Candice LeRae, you know, heel turn, and the whole motivation is that she doesn't want to be Johnny. She doesn't want everyone to think of her as like. Johnny's wife. She's like, yeah. I'm my own person. I'm gonna do my thing, and I'm gonna make sure you people recognize me. Mm-hmm. And so I've had her just attack people. She, there, there's no. She's just on a chaos run. And the last one I did is she drags a fan out, a plant, obviously. Get yeah, plants. Whale. She's on, a whale, stunt granny. Whales on the fan. And Kyrie's like, okay, you have my attention, and as English as she can. And then, Best she can. She, yeah, yeah right? very broken English. But yeah, the heel entrance I gave Candace for casual is is pretty cool because it's, it it's, like, it's like half Ruby Riot, but with like Letterman jacket, like black leather tights. See, the way I envisioned this was like Io Shirai's new entrance, but that's just like I can't what? build that. That's that's really hard. Now I don't think I'll be that's too it's too soon to be in two K twenty. We're getting the Fiend in two K twenty at least, but pre order bonus. Yeah, I do have the pre order bonus. And then what is it? It's, it's Lars and Ricochet then. Yeah, their main event for the NXT title: Lars Sullivan, the NXT champion, against Ricochet. I believe Sam is having Ricochet go over, correct? So he want what he wants, and I don't know if I can pull this off. He wants Ricochet to win, but he wants Lars to be recruited by yeah. Bray Wyatt. I just read that. I think he kind of wants Bray to like have an army by his side. Have a, so is he co-leader Bray, or is he like now? Game when I when host? he first pitched this to me, what I thought is that if we were gonna get silly with this, it was that it was gonna be like mind control, where Lars is just the quiet Frankenstein lackey. So like Braun Strowman was originally. Yes. And where Bray can just be like, all right, do this. Whoop, whoop him out now. And Lars, you know, being huge, would murder people. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Now, the question is, 
will Ricochet actually win the title, or will Lars be? And then I. It's have, up to the game. And then I point. have to rewrite everything. Yeah, because so going. Yeah, that's NXT. So I run SmackDown in this universe, and I got my pay per view results, and some of them did not go to plan. I had to rewrite a couple yeah, things. Yeah, mine didn't. For mine, I wanted Adam Cole to win it at the pay per view. That's why he I, didn't. Right? I had he didn't. So the thing is, that, I screwed it up. So I had backlash, in which is the SmackDown pay per view from Seattle. The location didn't really matter. So my results in this universe was I had. So I'll go from top to bottom. We had. Broken Hardys, Matt and Jeff, as the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, take on the club, Gallows and Anderson. This was a pretty standard view, you know. It was it was pretty silly, but it's the Broken Hardys. They're gonna do they're gonna do dumb yeah, stuff. And they, and they won. They, they, they won. won, which is what I wanted anyway, because I'm like, it's the first feud. Have them go over. Yeah, it's I pretty think easy. the big one that you didn't get was Becky. Yep, because I had plans for her, and she lost to Bianca like in what, like eight minutes. It was it was really quick. Cause I remember watching this, and I was like, now oh, she's really getting beat up. Wow, she really took a finisher just now. Wow, and she lost. And I'm like one, one, two, three. And I remember as soon as I as I saw the one, two, three, I was like, now I have to rewrite something. Now I'm like, now I'm, now I'm like, now I have to push Bianca. I have no choice. She just squashed one of the top faces in the company. Exactly. I mean, god damn, it was it was rough. Yeah. Um, it was that. Montez. Montez. See, Tez can come back from it at least. Tez, can, you can also at least put him in, like when we do King of the Ring for Survivor yeah, Series. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Because that's the, not for King, a while. King and Queen of the Ring. Yeah. You can at least put them in that. Ooh, yeah, we have Bianca and Tez win. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, because the, so the final will be um, so each so Bianca from SmackDown. Each show gets a eight person bracket from King and Queen, and then the three will have their own final at SmackDown. So like on SmackDown, Bianca wins, then Raw, yeah. like, like Ember wins or something. Whoever's not champion, yeah. I've, who, I I want the champion to win. I'm keeping Ember's. I want to keep Ember's champion as long as I humanly Fair. can. So Ember Ember Moon is champion on Raw for context. Yeah. The and only I, yeah, the big stories I have are is Ember Moon just dominating because she earned it. She's great. Intercontinental title is all of Undisputed Era versus what I dub the Canadian Invasion, which is Bret Hart like and that. Kevin Owens. I like that so a lot. At SummerSlam, I have a Fatal Five Way, which because I've I've earned it. And my Raw tag titles, it's nothing right now, but I, it's going to be like long term. I mm-hmm. want to attempt a face Bobby Lashley. Which it's, is hard. It's hard, but I think I'm booking it right. So it's Leo. So how I do it is that Brilliant. Bobby Lashley is Rush's pit bull. So mm-hmm. basically Rush is like, I don't like this person. Go after him. And Lash is like, okay. He's undefeated. Lashley has not lost yet in what's been almost three months. And it's terrifying. And we're going to SummerSlam. Where, is he booked? Um, or will be? He's on the SummerSlam Raw. He's taking on... So he's on, the, the go-home show. Or he's on the, the go-home show. Post, he's taking on... Uh, I had him against Heath Slater and Rhino. Because Heath Slater and Rush were like, you have a pit bull, that's fine. I have a Rhino, though. And oh, the I last do. bit I had was that Leo Rush was gored through like a garage door backstage. And, and we're like, okay, that's it's the battle pretty of... pretty tough. It's a battle of a large person versus a different large person. Just clashing giants. But I have a bunch of tag teams I can work with. Like, I can do British Strong Style. I can do... Oh, there's a pain if I really wanted to. But yeah, at some point, very... I want Leo Rush to go too much and actually be like, yeah. look. So our, our BSS faces are heels. Uh, I haven't used them in anything. I think right now they're faces. Okay, yes, I haven't used just them like in real life. But, and I have Bullet Club, but I haven't used Bullet Club for yeah, You have Styles yeah. and Valor together, which They've ne- I haven't. Old, I haven't had Styles fun. fight yet. So yeah, because I, I, I want to bring back Edge and Christian and give them okay. anything. You know what I just realized Sam has? Sam has King's Wrestling. He has Cesaro. We were, we were and, talking about them earlier, too, because Cesaro going to Cardiff. Yeah, but he has Cesaro and Cassius Ono. I'm surprised you didn't notice that and be like, oh, wait, I could have done Kings and Wrestling. And we mentioned that. We were talking about the tag team match at Cardiff. We're just this card. Dude, card if they ever reunited Kings Wrestling, I would lose it. That would be hilarious. We said this, they might do it at UK, since Cesaro is turning up at Cardiff. Oh, 
Imperium versus Kings of Wrestling. So Bartel and Eichner against them. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Kings of Wrestling would win, probably. The Kings of Wrestling would win. Yeah, I'd I mean, be, I'd kind of. Well, unless they want to put Imperium over, which cool. <laughs> they could. I mean, that's my hand. That's why Cesaro might be going over there. Like, I could see him putting over Dragonoff or somebody like in the mid card. I'm I'm not sure if I like Dragonoff yet. Really? I've enjoyed I've seen, him. I've seen two matches by him. I've really and I like him. he's very intense, but he's very he's like a little he goes a little too fast for me. He can. He's like I need you yeah. like I need you like solidify yourself first before you just it's he's not Cesaro where you can run and gun and it works. No, he's Cesaro. Just, he's very he's, balls Cesaro's to the wall. very pinpoint when it's run and gun. Dragonoff's not there. He's yet. very balls to the wall, which I like. You have to be mm-hmm. with that kind of character. But Let's see, yeah. Going back to the SmackDown card, I had... Oh, my match of the night was Sheldon Benjamin, the U.S. champion, or former, against Losing. Andrade Cien Almas in a five-star match. Dude, it was, it was so good. Which is It insane. went, I want to say, for like 20 minutes. I remember sitting there, I'm like, how is this not done? It's I a wanted, mid-card match. I wanted to lose my mind that it wasn't done yet. I mean, I'm happy that Almas won. Oh, I'm, I'm happy that Andrade If Sheldon won, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Yeah, no, because we have this we have this whole idea now where Andrade is going to be like, pretty much like this... The big South big, American champion. The South American champion, like he rules over like the mid card basically until he gets until he gets an eventual push, like maybe King of the Ring if he if he goes far enough, yeah. or Tess doesn't win, um, where he's gonna have this like, this big push and eventually he'll probably win the title, like the big one down the line. But that's that's long term booking, but he has like this whole sta- he's gonna have a whole stable thing going on. I think who we pitched for that, I forgot. It was Noah Jose would be like his big his big bodyguard mm-hmm. would be like Lince Dorado, Sin Cara, yeah, Lucha House Party basically if they're all there. Uh, they're not all there because I have Kalisto and Sam has Grand Metal League, so which he says is the best one. He says Grand Metal League is about the best. I mean, Lince Dorado is Jack the Jobber's boy, and hear good things about him. I love Kalisto because he's Kalisto's, Kalisto's the next Rey Mysterio. All, all all of the lads are underrated to be honest. I mean, Kalisto's gone soon anyway. So oh, yeah, oh yeah, they did tease Kalisto's it, like, gone. Like this amount of months. Well, Kalisto like, also legitimately said, "I'm done." In oof. by WrestleMania, that's an oof. It was either Mania or Rumble. Do so you think like, we'll see know. one day like Kalisto versus Phoenix in AEW? I would, I would pay all the money I that's, have. That's a, that's a big lucha match. I would, I love Phoenix. Or just in AAA because Phoenix has such a way about him where I'm like, how do you do what you do? It's crazy. Like I, I think the double nothing spot where he like bounced off the ropes like twice, <laughs> and he did, did yeah. the Hurricanrana. I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> how are you existing right now? That's insane. They're, they have ladders tomorrow night. I don't even want to imagine I'm what they're so going to do. Happy. Uh, let's see. Other things on the SmackDown. Yep, so I had a Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair feud. It's like a mid-card feud because I'm trying to build, like, also building Bianca up because I want her to be tough in defeat so she can still be relevant. But she won anyway, so I'm like... She's squashed. Yeah, which is an oof for me because there was plans. But I'm like, well, i got to change things now. So I'm pushing Bianca more. Her f- My penciled-in feud was Trish Stratus for her next. Just to continue, like, this big push yeah. she has against top stars. I'm like, yeah, she could probably do it. She's really good in general. So we'll see what happens there. I have to figure out what I have to do with Becky now. I'll probably do a redemption arc of somehow. Kind of like we're probably doing with Omega in AEW. Oof. I think I think I'll do a redemption arc with them. Um, the title feuds, we have Charlotte Flair and Paige. They're doing like a title feud, which I want to have Paige as champion, and then eventually we'll do something else with her. I just want to start with Charlotte because good champion to start with, and then we'll have her put somebody else over, help it's, elevate it's, them. It's a name it's, it's, it's the start of the universe. If she can put somebody over, we can yeah. elevate somebody. And... I didn't want there to be a title change so quickly, so I'm saving this for the SummerSlam SmackDown where they have a main event and Paige wins. That's that's the plan. We'll see if it actually turns out. And I think because it's not a pay per view, I think I can play it. So I think I could even. Do yeah. So that's just if I don't screw it up with that. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I play I play on a, a hard difficulty. Is it Legend or whatever it is? Uh, the one below Legend. I play. Is it hard then or Superstar? 
The Superstar is what I play on. Yeah, see, that's hard. Um, I play on Superstar. It's anyway, I have the hardcore title on SmackDown, and it's chaos, as I intended. Psycho Sid is the champion in this universe, and he faced Kurt Angle at Backlash, and it was just insane. I didn't really care what happened. I just wanted Which chaos. Which I'm, I'm glad that Psycho Sid won, because I, I half didn't want to put the hardcore title on Kurt Angle, because really it, it didn't make sense. Yeah, it was just Hard, like a random Kurt thing. Angle's a very like technical whiz, like guy, and if you give him a hardcore title, it's just kind of like the opposite of his character. Exactly. But but Sid si- si- Vicious, that, he needs that title. He's vicious, and it's just the statistic open challenge. Is yeah, the that, that was my st- concept ever, but it's amazing. <laughs> it's just Sid comes out, it has an open challenge for like a stipulation match, and then random people turn up. Like it could be anybody. Like, if Sid is ever gonna lose that title, I want Sid to lose to someone. Let's see. I wanted him to lose to like. I have DDP. That's have just D- a random name. DDP. I have Andre the Giant. I almost thought about having. I have Bam Bam. I almost thought about having him losing him to like Gentleman Jack because that would be kinda, oh that'd be cool that'd be kind of cool. Is Gentleman Jack is like yeah I can hang and then he just does wins. extreme stuff. Yeah, uh, we also he have brings out the umbrella. Dorado. Oh, be, oh, he does he does do a table. That'd be kind of that'd, cool. that'd be funny. Yeah. Um, Mo- Mojo Raleigh. I'm not I'm, I'm not doing. I that. will not let you do Mojo on anything. <laughs> that's, 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 that's just, just me. Not how this that's works. just me trolling. Um, let's see. I Tyler Breeze, Xavier Woods, maybe. I don't know about that. I would do Big E if you're gonna do from New Day. Yeah, if anybody, Big E yeah. is Big E. You man. also had, let's see, you also had, you had, have, you had Eddie and Kofi. That, 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 that's the WWE title feud to start out, because I'm keeping Kofi relevant in some way, and like Eddie, just give him like somebody big to beat right away. And they're probably, I gonna, love heel Eddie. Yeah, no, it's Face it's, Eddie is like okay. It's good. Heel Eddie knows how to talk, and it's so Oh, it's good. great. And he, his, his characteristics in the ring, all his antics, they're great. They did a callback to Eddie on Raw this week with the chair shot thing, where AJ <sighs> feigned a chair shot. And Raw got DQ. I heard about that. that and I'm was, like, that was kind of in the funny. main. Ev- I'm like in the main event of a Raw. I mean, it's Raw. Who cares? But <laughs> yeah, but that's that's kind of funny. It, it, it's a good callback. So Eddie, yeah, uh, I just didn't want Eddie to lose. I just think give him someone big to win off right away. Yeah. Someone everyone loves Kofi. It's like, eh, I haven't beat that. I was gonna say, but I think you have him on the SummerSlam card. We do. They're gonna like. I think they're gonna they're gonna what finish the feud. I was gonna say it's no DQ. It's a stipulation. So it's match. either yeah, it's either Kofi wins and then we have to find another heel form, or Eddie wins and Eddie, we find somebody else. We find some. Which, I, I, I go either way with that. So, uh, we did, like, this idea where Daniel Bryan goes for the U.S. title on SmackDown, which I was, like, bold, but it's against Andrade. Because here was the thing, and I was looking at your roster. It's either I do Daniel Bryan, I, you like Alistair too much for letting me put him in the mid-card. I was either going to put John Cena, uh, you had Roman Reigns, you had, I think it's you had, mid-card. I think you had Sami Zayn, or is that? Yeah, Sami Zayn was my, my placeholder. Um, or I could have given like Lindsay Dorado, or I could have given something stupid. But I'm like Daniel Bryan, you can at least rally around as a face, because this this both. U.S. title feud I want to push past SummerSlam. No, it should be a longer feud. Yeah, but like here's the thing: is that you also have Selena Vega to just tell yeah, me to just, just Stephanie McMahon him and just tell him he sucks. Pretty much, like, you are B plus. But you like, like Daniel Bryan, Andrade. but Daniel Bryan can come back from that. Obviously, it's Daniel Bryan, you know. Plus, if this goes longer, I'd have to make a South American championship. Which we can do, because you can create custom titles in <laughs> I 2K19. Could do this. Which could be a lot of fun, and creativity. If, you, can, you, can, you can change the belts in universe, right? To whatever you yeah, want. I, yeah, I can make them custom. Exactly. Too. Which is like a really fun thing you can do in universe. Right. So if Daniel Bryan um, loses, keeps losing, the South American championship is here. So that's pretty much it for SmackDown. If you want to keep going on about Raw, uh, we can wrap up this segment, and I think we'll I think the we, closing. I think, we can, I think we can close, because... Yeah, I've done the sponsor plug before, like, when Sam was leaving. Yeah. So I think, yeah, um, that's the Buy Steam Dream Universe. Like I said, it's a WWE 2K19 Universe mode where myself, Tim, and Sam take each roster and do things with it. It's both silly and interesting at the same time. I'm not going to upgrade to 20. I'm going to keep this going. I mean, I, the, ro- the roster's too good. Yeah. It's like, too- we're losing people in 2K20. 
It's yeah. And plus, What's, I've already invested so shame. much money in the nineteen because yeah. I bought all the DLC and I'm not trying to do the. Way I pre- I pre-ordered two K. I got this. I got the SmackDown edition for two K twenty because I just like what comes oh, with it. Might have to do a video for that. That so, might have to be content. That might have to be like an unboxing video. That like, might have to when be. it comes out. Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, so we have come. Sauna has now come to a close. It is now closing time. So we'll have to wrap things up for this week. We had a pretty good time. It was about like I think like an hour and a half in oh, terms of length. Yeah. So we got a good one. Sorry for the mid change, but Sam has plans and he's probably not here anymore. For all I know. I was gonna say we have the same plans, but yeah, but he just like he was gone for a while, and I I only went. Solo. I'm glad it's, I'm glad I tagged in. I'm yeah, no, I'm glad I didn't good. go solo. I didn't go solo for too long. Plus, I didn't really feel like I missed anything. I, I just skipped over the universe segment and put Superstar of the Week in its place. Yeah, that's, but that's it's pretty straightforward okay. anyway. I hope everyone enjoyed listening. Of course. Feel free to give your thoughts, comments, suggestions for future shows. I think some ideas for next time we're going to do a mock draft with the idea of the potential drafts coming um, back. Clash of Champions predictions. House Steam Dream Woodbook. I have a couple mm-hmm. ideas that I've looked into. Of. Yep. Uh, Woodbook and would have booked. Yeah, like past and present yeah. or future. In this I've instance. looked into a few and I have a couple ideas. Yeah, because our next one is in. It's, this is bi-weekly, so the next one is. Next going one to be is would be right before Clash. The day be- either the day before or morning of, depending on what we do. It's going to be a Saturday probably. Yeah. We'll do the recording and then we'll post uh, it in the days. So we'll do Clash Champions predictions. We'll do a redraft or a mock draft of Raw and SmackDown. Maybe NXT because they're going to TV. Why not? Um, and we'll think of other segments in between then. But for now, we must turn off the heat, tone it down, and we must say farewell until next time on the Shoot South Sauna when we open our doors back up and dive into some more topics in wrestling. All right. Thank you, everybody, and good night. Mm-hmm.